Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. It's Evangelist Carmelita. Uh, just hoping everybody having a wonderful Saturday. Hoping you're blessed. Hoping everything is well with your family. Um, it's been a rough week, I have to admit. It's been a rough week. The devil has been busy. Man, I tell you, I've had to stay in prayer and stay focused. Oh, God. And that's what I want to talk about today. Staying focused on God. Because you know what? That's his main thing. He wants to distract you from being focused on God. And that's why these things come to attack you and to attack your mind and your household. Uh, John 15, 5 says, I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And God is saying there, stay focused on him. Don't remove yourself from him when things get rough. Because I tell you, I felt like this week that, you know, are you here, God? Are you really God? You know, why are you taking me through this? You know, all things we do. You know, people say don't ask why, but yes, I'm having a conversation with him. I'm praying and I'm asking him, why uh, am I going through this right now? And, uh, and when am I coming out of it? Show me my next moment. You know, show me my next miracle when this thing is going to be done. Um, staying focused on God in these times of dealing with people and dealing with the situations of life, uh, you have to make sure that you're focused that the enemy does not come into your mind and takes control because the devil is definitely busy. He's definitely busy and he wants to get you off track and he wants to distract you. But I'm going to give you some tips today on how to stay focused on God, even during these times, because the devil will always try you. He's always going to try you. He always is going to try to use people. And he will use those closest to you as well to get you distracted from God's purpose. And you can't get distracted from God's purpose when God has a calling on your life. Um, each and every person, God has ordained something for you to do. And you can't get distracted from it. Uh, one thing, you have to begin your day with God. When you wake up in the morning, you want to pray. So that your day can go in accordance to what God wants it to go. Even though if you get obstacles in the way and people in your way and the devil coming at you with everything <laughs> but the kitchen sink. And sometimes with the kitchen sink, you can be able to deal with the adversary when you're dealing with that. Once you begin your day with God, when you're praying with God, uh, if you are staying focused on God, then you have got the, the things that include God in all your daily life. But the first thing is. Starting your day with him, you know, getting up, either getting on your knees and just praying or putting your word on or putting worship music on, whatever it is to keep you focused. Because the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. And he's like a roaring lion when he comes after you. And so you have to stay focused on those things. And Jesus said, just abide in me, abide in me. In, 15, in John 15, 4, he says, abide in me. And, you know, in five, he said, I'm the branches. So you got to stick with me no matter what. Um, so the first thing is to, you know, start with God in the morning. Like I said, worship, prayer, meditation, whatever it may be. And then number two, remain in prayer. Got to have a prayer life. Got to have a prayer life to stay focused. Because, honey, <laughs> woo, you don't know, you don't know, you don't know how that devil will come at you from every which way. And you have to be able to know that it's not the people, but it's the spirit. Because when a demonic spirit gets on someone, uh, you're fighting with the spirit. And God said that we wrestle not against principalities or uh, 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 
power we're wrestling against principalities and powers in wicked places is not the flesh of the person that we're wrestling against. It's those wicked flings in the high places that we're wrestling against. So stay prayerful. Stay in prayer at all times. Not to get off track of what you see, what you hear on the news, the report of things. Pray for the people and the situations that you come across. Uh, even when someone annoys you or tries your patience, silently pray for them. When you hear someone facing some problems, large or small, and that's the thing we have to pray for those people when they're coming against you and when they're attacking you. You want to stay prayerful for them, you know, uh, because they're not operating in the right spirit. Um, you don't have to do no long-winded, elegant prayer. I know some people try to do two-hour prayers. You don't have to do two-hour prayers. You can do a prayer as long as it touches on everything. And I'm going to be going into that this week on Facebook Live at 8 o'clock each night talking about the five areas of prayer intercessory petition thanksgiving you know you want to do um <clears throat> always know that you're in those five folds of prayer uh because those are the things that are going to help you see your way through and i think i forgot one of them there somewhere um but anyway you got to come on facebook live at 8 p.m under carmelina mcroy um lighthouse ministries i'm sorry lighthouse ministries um 0920 is uh, where i'll be live at this week, uh, God doesn't need eloquent prayers. He just needs you to come from your heart and pray often in prayer. And it sounds like, you know, God help. Sometimes you just need to say, God help me. And that's fine for him because he knows it's coming from the heart and he knows that you need him. So, you know, you can go to him and say, God help me, you know, deliver me from this. <coughs> Excuse me. Number three is limit the distractions. Mm-mm-mm. I can't speak enough about distractions. It's always something distracting you when you're trying to do the will of God. And you have to stay focused from those distractions. Um, you have to stay clear from uh, people who distract you from it, things that distract you from it, sometimes television that distracts you from it. Uh, in Joshua 3, 4, the people of Israel were commanded to keep a distance of 2,000 cubits between them and the Ark of the Covenant. That's about half a mile. And the purpose was so the people of Israel would always be able to see the Ark in all types of terrain that they were traveling through. So they had to stay away from it. And in our spiritual lives, when we fill spaces with all kinds of conveniences and distractions, it becomes very difficult and even impossible sometimes to see where the Lord is leading us. And so you have to remember those distractions. People distract you from what you're doing. And that's when you got to get on your knees and pray. That's when you got to lift your hands up and say, God, help me to stay focused. Help me not get off focus because of what somebody else is doing. But you stay focused on what he's telling you to do uh, so that you can get your prize. You know, we're not worried about other people. You know, they if they're not right, you're just praying for them, praying for those spirits that are on them. Uh, number four thing is that to serve God, you know, serve God. And in Matthew 6 and 24, it says, no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God in money. You cannot serve God in your house. You cannot serve God in people or your children. Those things you cannot do. So you have to stay focused and remain in him. Serve God. Serve him with all of your heart, no matter what anyone says, no matter who believes. Your kids might not believe, your family might not believe, but you have to stay focused on serving him. And then is remove sin from your life. We're all sinful. We sin of omission and commission. Um, the church tries to put this on people, you know, can't sin, don't you sin, don't you sin. I say this, try not to sin because it's not easy. 
And when you know you're sin, you pray about it and ask for God's forgiveness. And you try not to do that again. Some things we sin, we don't know. But don't ever let nobody put you in a position where they like you or have to be totally perfect. Because nobody is perfect but God. Let me tell you that nobody is perfect but God. Um, we have to remove habitual, continuous sinful habits from our life. Those things that we know are sinful, but that we keep doing it. Um, because you can't make people have to, in the church have made people feel like once you sin, you 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 gone. He God didn't release you, but God know He is the only one <laughs> that's perfect. He's the only one that's perfect. We are not perfect. We He is the only ones. And then in Hebrews twelve one it says, since we are surrounded by so many examples of faith, we must get rid of everything that slows us down, especially sin that distracts us. So when those things you know that are weaknesses to you, you have to pray about them and stay away from those things because as I said the devil comes like a roaring lion and he's gonna always try to distract you in everything that you're doing but you stay focused on God because he is the head and the author of your life um, through my life I've learned that God is the only one I can depend on he's the only one that's here for me um, when I need something I gotta go to God in prayer and that's what we have to do we can't depend on anything of this world we can't depend on anyone of this world we have to stay focused on God and he has to be the help because I tell people going through the death of my children it was only God that helped me through yes I had a good church family and uh, family tried to be there you know as best they could but people don't know what to do you know with death so it, it was generally it was God that kept me together it's God that keeps me together through the things that I have to go through and I endure and there's so many things um but even this week, I knew I had a big thing coming about and uh, so many distractions as God trying to move me forward in what he has to do. Because 2021 is going to be a miraculous year for me. I've already claimed it. I said 2020 was going to be good. And you know what? 2020 was good. Even though people talk about 2020 and the things have gone on, 2020 has been good to me. I didn't lack nothing. God uh, showed me some things. God has put me in position in some businesses. God has... Uh, let me settle down. A lot of these virtual summits have really helped me get to know people, know other women in the business, different things like that. So 2020 hasn't been all bad. Yeah, it's been bad as far as the COVID. I ended up getting COVID, but hey, I'm healed now, you know. So we can't look at things like that. 2021 is it's, it's going to be a miraculous year. And I say miraculous because of things I've learned from 2020. I could take them into 2021 and make a better year. And I hope that's been it for everyone else. As you've gone into 2020, hopefully that you come out of it and you know that you're going to be a better person this year. You've gotten to, you know, mend some relationships because of the closeness that you've had to settle down. You've gotten some rest for your body. You know what your next steps are that God is telling you to do because you were able to hear him clearly during these times. Um, if there is something or someone, someplace or anything in your life that leads you away from God in any way or that keeps you out of prayer, away from fellowship, other believers or distractions, distracts you from reading your Bible, then you have one option. And that's to remove that thing or that person from your life. A lot of times we have a problem removing things or people, but especially people. I have someone who told me one time, you know, they've been friends with this person since grade school and da, 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 da. But this person really didn't mean them any good. So you got to let them go <laughs> because they mean you no good. And when people don't mean you no good, believe me, there's someone else that God has in place. Or there's a relationship or whatever. Things 
If you're constantly worshiping this house you have and this car you have and never giving God the glory for it, you may lose it. You may lose it. So just make sure today that you stay focused. Stay focused. And let me go back over them again. First of all, we coming from John 15, 5. And then you can read John 15, 4 as well. First, to read into John 15, 5. But just stay focused on God today. This ever-changing world is not easy. Life happens so fast in this 21st century, you know. And, you know, if you it's, it's happening so fast that you can't hardly keep up with everything that's going on. You know, it's a hectic. This life is hectic. These experiences in life are unique to this generation. Things have happened now that have never happened since I've been born. You know, so you got to stay focused on God in these times. And then, like I said, number one, begin your day with God. Number two, you want to remain in prayer. Have to remain in prayer, that relationship with God. Letting him tell you the next step. Number three, you know, limit your distractions. Don't let people and things distract you. If they do, you got to let it go. Uh, Number four, serve God. Serve him with all your heart, the best that you know how. Serve him with all your heart. Do whatever it is now means just going to church. Church is just a a building that you go to and to fellowship with other believers. But the main church is you, reading your Bible, praying, and uh, helping those outside of the four walls. That's serving God. That's serving God. Number five, remove sin from your life. You have to remove sin from your life, you know, things that you know are wrong and you know you don't feel right when you do them. Because like I said, omission and commission. Some people do things and they don't even know it's wrong because it's something they probably grew up with or did for years and years, you know. So, you know, it's some things that you know it is like, I know I'm doing this wrong and I know God is not pleased. Well, then stop doing it. I know sometimes it's not hard, but when you really pray and ask God, take this thing away from me. If you're doing drugs, whatever, you say, God, take this thing away from me because I'm addicted to it. Take it away. You know, you have to just say that. And I've heard people say that he delivered them from drugs immediately. I never did drugs. So I don't know. But I've heard people say that he would deliver them right away from drugs. You know, now, now I have prayed to God because uh, I had held on to. Uh, I didn't say hate because I never hate people, but I dislike people who done really wrong. And I had to really pray God help me forgive them. And he and he's done that. I have no one right now that I have not forgiven. Now, I remember what they did wrong because I keep them in, a, as they say, a, a long wooden spoon because I won't let them hurt me again. But I have forgiven them to where I don't cringe when they walk in a room or I'm near them. You know what I'm saying? I can be like, hey, how you doing? And keep it moving. And so I had to ask God to deliver me from that. And it took years because when people hurt you, it takes a long time for you to forgive them. Forgiveness is not easy. Don't let nobody tell you that it is. And that's another subject for another day. But I just want to tell you all that I hope you're having a blessed week. Going in tomorrow, the first of the week. Have a blessed week. Going into next week. Uh, thank God for everything. Because it's to, I tell you, you have to thank Him just for being able to walk and talk each day and being in your right mind. You have to just pray and thank him for that each and every day. So just thank him today. And guys, I will talk to you again next Saturday. Thank you for joining Lighthouse Ministries podcast. I'm Evangelist Carmen McRoy. And as I always say, expect it, believe it, receive it. God bless.